So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to get stronger for field hockey. Strength is the foundation, really, of all movement skills, as well as the foundation upon which speed and power are built. And with a sport like hockey requiring so much emphasis around repeat sprint ability, high speed decelerations and changes of direction, so, so, so important that we have this foundation of strength. And a typical goal for most hockey players is to try to achieve at least one and a half times body weight of strength. In other words, a 60 kilo hockey player being able to back squat 90 kilos for a single repetition uh, is a, a good sort of target to aim for from a general strength perspective. And we'll go into the kind of nuances of what we mean by strength in a second. So there are four key principles. And what we're going to do is look at what they mean, how we can go about setting goals, how we can go about achieving overload, how we can go about improving our technique and how the role of coaching works in terms of getting stronger for the sport. If we just go into the subtleties though of strength training, strength is a task-specific task expression of force. So in other words, something like a drag flick compared with something like a tackle or a sprint are all different tasks entirely and require different expressions of force. So although we like to think that strength is this general principle, actually all skills have got a very specific expression of force taking place. However, on the flip side to that, having a foundation of general strength, the ability to express maximal force in a specific movement like a squat or a deadlift, for example, can provide the foundation upon which task-specific force expression can be built. And if we don't have these general strength expression capabilities, becomes quite difficult to express high levels of force in more specific skills as an example so that's why there's the real kind of importance of getting stronger for hockey so one and a half times body weight would be a kind of a gold standard really more than that is even better if we're looking at something like 1.75 to two times that would obviously be even better still but strength does tend to get to a point where it becomes slightly a case of diminishing returns, by which we mean that um, the more you try and improve something, the less of a return you're going to get on that. So if you're going from half body weight strength to body weight strength, that's going to be a significant contribution towards your overall athletic capabilities. But if you're already at 1.75, trying to eke out that strength to double body weight probably isn't going to be a total game changer for your hockey overall there's probably going to be other things that are more important to focus on at that point so four key principles to focus on if you want to try and get stronger the first is goal setting and it sounds pretty simple but most people tend not to have really clear outcome driven goals around what it is they're trying to achieve from strength training it tends to just be i go to the gym a couple of times a week and and that's that if you've got a very clear outcome goal in mind though like one and a half times body weight of strength or maybe there's a particular number you're trying to achieve in a particular exercise whether that's something like trying to hit 100 kilo um, back squat being able to do 10 chin-ups whatever it might be but having that clear outcome is so important because then you can work back from it and reverse engineer the process good strength training aims um, I've covered in other videos and I'll put a link below around assessing strength but typically things like one and a half times body weight strength from a, from a general lower body perspective would be a good target Tissue capacity scores of 25 and above and things like calf races and bridges, again, provides a good foundation for training tolerance. And then things like conditioning sit alongside that as well and speed. How we go about setting clear goals, things like the SMART principle can be really helpful. So making it specific to the sport, obviously having strength, uh, under, underlying strength foundation is important for the sport to begin with. So that makes it relevant. Something measurable, so having a quantifiable number attached to it, that's why 
I've given an example here of one and a half times body weight being an easy one to measure because it's very clear the load on the bar relative to our body weight is a very clear way of measuring that. Making it achievable is important and making it realistic because we might set a target of, you know, triple body weight strength, but that would be like elite level strength. And as we've already alluded to, probably isn't going to make you any better, may make you injured and probably isn't going to make the difference for your sport overall. So it's important that that's realistic in a time frame as well. If you spend all your time just trying to get stronger and you forget to actually practice the skills, which are arguably a lot more important, probably not going to make you a whole lot better as a hockey player. Second is then overload, the overload principle. Again, I've covered this in the training principles videos I've covered off before, but effectively overload is a stimulus above and beyond that which the body is currently capable of, or is like what, it's, what you would call as its habitual level. So what it's used to experiencing. So if you're used to doing, for example, 80 kilos in an exercise, and now we're doing 90, the body is experiencing greater forces than it's used to. And that's by definition, overloading the system. Over time with training, you get what's called accommodation and therefore the body just gets used to things. And then it begins to de decline because the stimulus is no longer causing adaptation to occur. And that's the importance of having overload because the more you can overload the body, the more you're going to be able to achieve better results, better returns on strength training, ultimately getting stronger as well. We can overload the body in a number of different ways. The first is through load. So we can, as I say, go from 80 to 90 kilos. Volume, so we could do, for example, rather than doing um, 10 sets of strength training, we're now going to do 15 to 20 sets of strength training per session. So we're now adding more volume in. Frequency could be we're going to go from doing three sessions to four sessions a week. So that's another way of adding in more volume and more load into the training week. And then finally, density, which is the same amount of volume in a shorter period of time or conversely the same period of time but adding more volume to it so as an example you might uh, for example do um, you know the same volume of strength training but rather than doing it over 90 minutes now we're going to do it in 60 minutes so the body's having to tolerate more loading in less time and that's greater density of workload within a given training unit Technique's the foundation of all things, so making sure that you're always focusing on really good technique and that always comes ahead of loading. All too often you see people, particularly in uh, public gyms, trying to put so much load on at the expense of their technique and the risk of injury and you know the risk to longevity of, of their training habits overall is definitely, uh, definitely an issue there. And that's why, particularly with young athletes, there's so much emphasis on executing the basic movement patterns to an exceptionally good level because that provides the best foundation for them applying load to that movement. So it's really, really important. Our technique is really, really um, on the money. And then finally, coaching, having someone there to make sure that you're doing this properly, someone who's qualified, for example, with the UKCA accreditation process or in America, the NSCA's uh, accreditation process is going to ensure that what you're doing is safe, effective, and that you're being motivated externally but also that you're having clear goals set and also that you're being held accountable to making sure the movement's being executed to an excellent standard as well and that's the value of coaching if you want to learn more about our coaching program how we do that online you can click the link below and find out a little bit more as well so those are the four core principles that we uh, tend to follow when we're looking at how to get stronger so if a client joins us we're going to first of all set a clear outcome goal for them we're going to progressively within the program increase the loading, increase the volume, increase the density, whatever we decide to approach it. 
um, or however we approach uh, that kind of scenario. Technique, again, we're always gonna focus on technique. We always tend to use things like feedback videos. So we'll get clients to send us a video of them performing the movement and then send some comments and feedback to them so they've got that level of feedback as well. And obviously our coaching process provides things like motivation, accountability, and just having someone in your corner pushing you in the right direction and also working collaboratively to achieve your overall goals that you've set at the beginning, coming back full circle to what we've just spoken about there. So those are four core principles you can follow to get stronger for field hockey. So make sure you've got a goal in mind. You're continually looking to overload as long as that's done safely. The technique is always paramount. And then if you're trying to really crack on and make huge progress in less time, then coaching can really help you to achieve that goal and get you where you want to be.